Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Tuesdays at 8.40. I just said that. <laughs> Hello, Wendy. Hello, Darren. So today you have a bit of an alarming story for us. Oh, yes, you could say that. So yes. the Consumer Protection Act, which I shall refer to as the CPA for the rest of the show, mm-hmm. corrected a lot of consumer injustices, one of them having to do with the so-called fixed-term contract. And that applies to most of us. We have them with gyms. Yep. We have them with our cell phone companies. Mm-hmm. And we also have them with um, home security companies, people mm. that alarm and monitor our homes, right? So before the CPA came into effect seven and a half years ago, it's that long already, if you failed to cancel that original contract that you signed up for before it expired, in inverted commas, you could be locked in for another two or three years. And some companies did that, mm. um, especially those um, offering printer contracts. So the CPA legislators clearly thought that this was grossly unfair because it was. So they made sure that the act protects consumers from contracts, one, both uh, being sneakily continued without consumers realizing it. Mm -hmm. And also that if contracts did roll over, it had to roll over to a month to month basis. You couldn't be now locked in for another full year, two, three or whatever the original term was. right? Because clearly it's expecting too much of a consumer to remember the date that their gym cell phone or home security contract is going to expire. You mm. signed today, now you must remember in three years' time. Yeah, that this was the this is my this is my signing anniversary. Exactly, and I, you must make a note and yeah, yeah whatever. So, um, it, yeah, so it's, it's too much to expect us to remember that in order to stop that uh, contract uh, continuing the- without our knowledge or, or um, buy-in, right? Mm. So now the CPA requires companies to inform custom- their customers between 40 and 80 days before that contract expires, that initial period, telling them when the contract will expire and explaining the options of cancelling, renewing, or just letting the contract carry on on a month-to-month basis, right? Mm. If you don't respond to that notification for whatever reason, they can keep the contract going, but not for another full lock-in term. It's month-to-month, and you can give a month's notice at any time. A month, not two or three, a month's notice. So that brings us to the case of Dan Dyram of Woodview and Durban security company Royal Alarms. When Dan signed a three-year monitoring contract with the company in September 2014, Mm -hmm. right, four years ago, he already had an alarm system installed in his home, as many people do. So Royal Alarms just came in and installed their own radio, right, for monitoring purposes. Mm -hmm. When his debit order increased last month, Dan, who turned 60 earlier this year, said he wanted to cancel the contract he wrote them an email he said i want to cancel the contract unless you can reduce it give me a pensions discount like some other companies do and that's when the company dropped its bombshell on him something that was in the small print terms and conditions that dan signed for four years ago here he is i assumed that once the three-year contract expired in september 2017 i was on a month-to-month contract basis and then i received an email from the company stating that i signed a contract on the 29th September 2014 and should have been cancelled in writing on the 29th of September 2017. So you had a one day only chance to cancel and because you didn't, you're locked in. The contract was automatically renewed by the system and shall be eligible for cancellation on the 29th September 2020. <laughs> so you're locked in for another three years. Hold on. So the contract says if you don't cancel on that one specific yes. day, sorry, you are committed to another exactly. two or three years. Exactly. The contract doesn't say by the, the 29th of September. It says on. What? On the last day. Okay. Hard to believe, but exactly that. So you can cancel, but you have to pay a cancellation penalty. And in Dan's case, he was told it was 8,100 Hang on grand. a second. Is this even legal? It's absolutely not legal. 
So, what now? Okay, so I did take up Dan's case with the, the security company in question. And I'll let you know what they said, how that panned out in a little bit. In about nine minutes, lucky. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Tuesdays at 8.40. So instead of Dan Dyerum's three-year contract rolling over to a month-to-month basis when the initial three-year was up last September, Royal Alarms said because he had failed to cancel it on the one day of the contract, the 27th of September 2017, uh, he became liable for another full three-year contract ending September 2020 and that a cancellation would cost over 8,000 Rand. Am I on the same page? That's pretty much it, yes. Um, And it is a contravention of the Consumer Protection Act. So when I first approached Royal Alarms, Lena Nadu of the legal department who elected to respond on behalf of the company said Dan was refusing to let the company collect their radio um, but that and I quote after a few emails she said we will release the client subject to him allowing our technicians access to his premises to remove our radio so Dan denies refusing to give up that radio did no, you ever refuse to give them back any of their equipment well the only equipment was the radio so, uh, and, and you know what do I do with the radio I don't, I don't need the radio and I said they can have it because any it new company, uh, any new company that comes in will put their own radio in, right? That's correct. That's correct. Okay, so I then went on to asking Will Alarms why their contract is not CPA compliant, locking people into full new contracts if they don't cancel on the last day of the initial period. Why they appear not to notify their clients of that imminent end of their initial contract period and spell out their options, which they're supposed to do mm-hmm. in terms of the CPA, and how they justify the 8,100 Rand cancellation fee that they demanded from Dan. As I said, initially, Nadu said the company would release Dan if he re- returned their radio. Fair enough, it's, it's their equipment. But when I pressed them about the legality of their terms and conditions, I got this. Section 14 of the Consumer Protection Act 68 of 2008 does not apply to the security services industry. Well, that was news to me, but I thought, let me go to the expert. So I ran this past um, Mahout Mbathlele, who is the Ombud for Consumer Goods and Services. She's been involved in this legislation for many, many years. She's confirmed that the CPA does indeed apply to the security industry. Um, The private security industry regulatory body does have an an act and a code of conduct, but it does not cover this contractual issue, she said. Um, And anyway, that act says that security companies must comply with all applicable legislation in the interest of protecting their clients. I put all of that to Royal Alarms on Monday, again on Tuesday. Sadly, no response. So where does this leave Dan? Well, both he and I have been trying to find out from Royal Alarms if they offered to release him from his contract on condition that the radio is returned and presumably without that um, cancellation penalty of 8,000 Rand, Mm. whether that offer still stands, but they've just stopped engaging. Legally, all he has to do is give a month's notice. That's the other thing about the Royal Alarms contract. It says you have to give three months' notice. That's not um, provided for by the Act. It's one month's notice, and they must then come and collect the equipment, and that should be over. They can um, deb- they can debit them for this month, October, the notice month, and then it should be over. If they do attempt to keep debiting him, their actions would be illegal in terms of the Act, and then he has a couple of options, as anyone else would. Um, the Ombud for Consumer Goods and Services, and even the small claims court um the amount would be small enough for that it's still a drama though it is you shouldn't have to go to that effort and schlep um bottom line don't assume contracts are cpa compliant read every clause as boring and small and um, annoying as it looks um, and you can cancel a fixed term contract a cell phone contract a gym contract a security contract whatever it is before that term is up but the company can charge you a cancellation penalty so also look for that 
in the contract it's, it's expressed as a percentage of remaining subscriptions so yeah do all these things before you sign but basically they can't lock you in for another term and also when you're phoning to query just say before you answer know that i know wendy nola <laughs> That <laughs> all, I find that works for me. Huh? Does it? Good, yeah. good. I'm sure, I'm sure I work, Darren Moore will also work. I am Darren Moore. Will also work. <laughs> Listen, if you want to get a hold of Wendy, the best place, and there is an email option there as well. It's on her Facebook. It's Wendy Nola Consumer. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you. Darren Moore, Carrie Miller, and Sky Shabalala. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m.